0: Welcome to Crazy Enough to Win. I'm your host, John Grubbs. Welcome to the show. So my question for today is, how much toilet paper do you need? Why are you hoarding TP? Where where are you putting All this toilet paper I mean it's bulky is it is it under your bed is it in your closet what the heck are you doing with all that toilet paper how much cash are you willing to convert to toilet paper I mean it's only been a little over a week since Americans seriously began social distancing and just a few days since the government told most of us to stay at home I mean folks we haven't most people haven't even put a dent in the toilet paper that people have started hoarding. so how long will your toilet paper hold out thanks to a couple of Brits there's a way to calculate that believe it or not there's a way to calculate how much toilet paper you're going to need Software developer Ben Sassoon and artist Sam Harris created HowMuchToiletPaper.com. Can you believe that? We have a HowMuchToiletPaper.com to help people like you hoarders crunch the numbers so that you can calculate your TP stash. I mean, we're going to have all sorts of jokes coming out of this. You have a TP stash. How big is your TP stash? So just plug in the data, like rolls on hand, size of household, trips to the bathroom per day. How do you calculate that? How do you predetermine that? And the calculator determines how long your hoard of toilet paper will last. And guess what? Most people right now, according to Sassoon and Harris, have... 500 percent more toilet paper than needed for a two-week quarantine 500 percent so let's talk about why why the new coronavirus is inspiring panic buying of a variety of household products such as toilet paper in cities, not only in the US, but in the world. So I'm talking to you folks in Asia. I'm talking to you folks in Australia. I'm talking to you folks in Europe that follow this podcast. Yeah, you've got some guilty people there too. So here's what economist Jay Zagorski says about this hoarding toilet paper matter. He says it makes sense that masks and hand sanitizer would be in short supply because of the outbreak. I wondered why people would be hoarding toilet paper, a product that is widely produced and doesn't help protect from a respiratory virus like COVID-19. And he said toilet paper is becoming so valuable that there's even been at least one armed robbery. Can you believe that? Someone broke into a store to steal toilet paper. And. This is not new. There's been past panics. People have done this in the past, and it wouldn't be the first one over toilet paper. In 1973, most of you may not have been born in 1973, in 1973, U.S. consumers cleared the store shelves of rolls for a month based on more than rumors, fear, and just a small joke. At the time, Americans were already worried about limiting supplies of products like gasoline, electricity, and yes, even onions. Can you believe there was an onion shorting in the 70s? So the government press release warned of a potential shortage in toilet paper, and that led to a lot of press coverage. We didn't have social media back then, so it was just press coverage. But no outright panicking happened until Johnny Carson, the famous late-night television host joked about it during his opening monologue. And folks, instead of laughing, people took it seriously and began hoarding toilet paper. I just can't believe it. Americans weren't alone in buying toilet paper when it's panic time, and when they normally have plenty of spares to square, or squares to spare. Can you spare a square? Venezuelans are guilty too. yes those of you in South America I'm coming at you as well in 2013 as a result in drop of production they started hoarding toilet paper and even the government tried to take over a toilet factory to ensure supply but it failed to do the trick 100 rolls a year 100 rolls a year the average person in the United States Uses about 100 toilet paper rolls each year. I cannot believe I even know that statistic, and I'm. It just amazes me that I even have to say that on this podcast to know that we use a hundred rolls of toilet paper a year, and it's. If most of the toilet paper came from China, this could be a huge problem because of our supply chains, from that country have been disrupted because of COVID-19. But look, folks, it's the U.S. However, that imports you know, very little toilet paper. Less than 10% of our toilet paper was imported in 2017. And most of the 10% comes from Canada and Mexico. So we already produce most of our own toilet paper. Why are you panicking? The US has been mass producing toilet paper since the late 1800s. And while other industries like the shoes have fled the country, toilet paper manufacturing has not. Get this, today there are almost 150 companies in the U.S. that make this precious toilet paper thing. 150 companies in the U.S. so there is not a risk to our supply chain. So why would people hoard a product that's so abundant let's get into your psychology let's get into what's going on in your mind to understand why you feel like you need to hoard toilet paper and it's not just the US the southern hemisphere Australia has also suffered from panic buying of toilet paper despite a plentiful supply so you Aussies you're just as guilty as us Americans from hoarding this widely available product so here's what a risk expert said he said that stocking up on toilet paper is a relatively cheap action. And people like to think, people like to think they are doing something when they feel at risk. So you're buying this toilet paper in abundance to make you feel better. It's, there's no logic to it. It's just to make you feel better. There is, uh, in well, in certain terms we call this zero risk bias in which people try to eliminate one type of possibly superficial risk entirely rather than do something that would reduce their total risk by a greater amount so you're pre-biased to want to eliminate risk and you're doing what you can control because you cannot control the COVID-19 bias so hoarding also makes people feel secure you're doing this to feel safe. You're storing toilet paper under your bed, in the closet, in the guest room. I'm guessing some people may even be putting it in their attic. Who knows where you're putting all this toilet paper? Who knows? And this is relevant when the world is faced with a novel disease over which we have no control. And you know we can control things like hoarding toilet paper When we're quarantined so it's making us feel safe hmm it's also possible we are biologically programmed to hoard in other words it's in our DNA birds hoard squirrels hoard and other animals hoard things so you are acting like animals people animals so here's how to handle shortages there are a number of ways to do it, but here's some of the things that I think you will find, well, beneficial. The best way to convince, the best way to stop hoarding is to get, convince people to stop doing it. That's really the purpose of this podcast. Stop hoarding something that there's plenty of, especially with products like toilet paper. Now, sometimes logic is not gonna work. You can't just tell people to stop hoarding. If it doesn't seem to have an impact, that means other people are gonna have to ration. And rationing is when governments buy allocated goods and tell people how much you can have. Now, who wants the government spending time during this COVID-19 crisis determining how much toilet paper you can have? That sounds ridiculous. But that's, that's one way to deal with it. And the US used rationing in World War II to allocate gasoline, sugar, And even meat and China rationed a lot of goods including food fuel and bicycles until the 1990s so stop hoarding we don't want the government telling us how much we can buy and sometimes businesses are probably the best answer to enforce informal rationing stores can prevent customers from buying all they want Costco limited shoppers to five packages per customer think about that who in the heck buys five packages of toilet paper at a time Mm, mm, mm. and modern economies run on trust and confidence COVID-19 is breaking down that trust people are losing the confidence that they would be able to go outside and get what they need when they need it this leads to hoarding like toilet paper so here's the here's the good news the economist went back to costco a few days later and the toilet paper aisle was fully stocked you know what we're really doing is we are creating a slinky effect in the supply chain there's plenty of toilet paper there's plenty of places that make it but when you buy more than you need you're contributing to the problem you're contributing to the shortage there's going to be more toilet paper but you're making other people panic so this panic is contagious, just like the virus. So listen to what Stephen Taylor, a clinical psychologist and author of the book, The Psychology of Pandemics, which took a look at how people behave and respond during these times. And compared to past pandemics, the global response to the coronavirus has been one of widespread panic. And on one hand, the, you know, the, the the response is somewhat understandable it's a serious disease it could hurt people it could kill people but on the other hand it's excessive Taylor a professor and clinical psychologist at the University of British Columbia told news reporters that we can prepare without panicking we don't have to hoard toilet paper have you heard me say that once twice three times on this podcast we don't have to hoard toilet paper And this coronavirus scares people because it's new and there's not a lot of information out there to really tell us exactly what's going to happen. We're still figuring things out day by day. And when we hear conflicted messages about the risk it poses and how seriously they being people should prepare for it, people tend to go to extremes, Taylor said. So this panic buying Creates more panic buying and people will go to extremes and have toilet paper uh, in their garage in their shop in their trunk Uh, I'm trying to figure out where else some of you might be storing your toilet paper and you know when people are told something dangerous is coming but all you need to do is wash your hands according to Taylor he says that action doesn't seem proportionate to the size and scope and magnitude of what's coming and we feel like we have to do something more something special something bigger and you know the images that we see on television of of empty shelves and shopping carts piled high with supplies have inundated news reports and social feeds and when some of you see this it creates panic oh danielson there's no toilet paper you have to go get more toilet paper We have to go buy more toilet paper. According to Taylor, that's a normal response. And here's what's so funny. People that are known as preppers have endured years of mockery. Some of you storing toilet paper right now have mocked people for preparing for being preppers. And this coronavirus fears have given them a booming self-survival business. They're not so funny after all, are they? (laughs) So people are social creatures. We look to each other for cues for what is safe and what is dangerous. He said, when you see someone in a store panic buying, that can cause a fear contagion effect. And all the photos of empty shelves may lead people to believe that they must rush out right this minute and grab toilet paper while they still can. You know you felt it you've experienced it and what started as a perceived scarcity actually becomes a scarcity because people are panic buying and hoarding and let's not forget let's not forget the important role that social media is playing in the fear-mongering that's going on you know this misinformation about you know the shortages or you know other things that are that are being thrown at us can really amplify the voice of panic so I want to have you really think about these few concluding thoughts this is something I want you to well just at least consider as we get ready to end this podcast you have enough toilet paper are you going to store more toilet paper I want to know where you will put all that toilet paper some of you won't need more toilet paper this decade (laughs) welcome to the roaring 20's it's been pretty crappy so far and I never thought I never thought I would do a podcast on toilet paper but folks here it is it's done you now have some insight into why you are hoarding that toilet paper and why you are buying more than you need and why you are converting so much of your money into toilet paper. Until next time.